When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In this episode, we break down how to deal with negativity. Start feeling positive because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are talking about negativity and more specifically, how to deal with negative people, negative energy, uh, just sort of being in that cycle of negativity that we sometimes find ourselves in. It's a really, really tough one to break out of. I've been there myself many times. I still get there many times, uh, multiple times a week, actually. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit about what has worked for me. I'm going to share a little bit of the science behind it and why this is so dangerous. And hopefully at the end of it, you'll walk away with some additional tools to help you tackle it for yourself. Now, before I jump into the episode, be sure to click subscribe wherever if you're listening in audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you are listening to this, be sure to click subscribe there. And if you are checking us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas, be sure to click subscribe there as well. Now, when others around you are negative, and this is something that uh, I found for myself, this has played out in my own life so many times. When others around you are negative, it can have an adverse effect on your own mental state. Now you've probably experienced this, right? Somebody around you is um, just not great. They're not in like a great mood. They're kind of finding all the crappy things about everything and they're calling it all out and they're pointing every single thing out the minute they see it. And before you know it, you're in a bad mood too. Like now you're frustrated and you're angry at things and you're noticing all the negative things around you. And that's what happens. Negativity has this way of sort of dragging us down into it. And it's not the person's fault. It's sort of that energy's fault, right? It's, it's the energy that is reaching up and sort of clawing at us and pulling us down into the depths with it. But that is normal. That's, that's honestly the first big thing you have to recognize is that it's normal and it's not something you need to like be mad at yourself for. It's not something you need to be upset about. Like, oh, I wasn't positive enough today. That's, that's silly. 
Don't do that. That's just getting into the cycle of negativity. And this creates that spiral, right, where you feel negative and then that causes you to only notice negative things, which then causes you to feel even worse and so on and so forth. It's just that spiral that we can't really dig ourselves out of. And it really doesn't stop there because it's not just about feeling bad and feeling negative and glass half empty, glass half full. It's, it's not just that. There are some real dangers here. Now, have you ever heard of the placebo effect? So the placebo effect is this phenomenon where uh, they'll give half of patients, and I'm going to butcher this, so forgive me, but they'll, they'll give half of patients in a study a pill that just has sugar, right? There's nothing really in it. It's not doing anything to them, but they'll tell them it's medication and they'll tell them it'll have this particular effect on this particular disease, so on and so forth. Here are the side effects. They'll treat it as though they're diagnosing anything else. And what they found is that just by taking these placebos, some percentage of participants do see improvement that would have happened had they taken the medication, right? So they see improvement and side effects similar to if they had taken the medication. And it's mind blowing when you really think about it. Like these people are taking sugar. They just think it's medication. They think it's going to help them and it, it helps them. It's really kind of insane. But what they found is that the opposite is also true. And there's this thing called the nocebo effect. And this is where uh, the first sort of time they, they found this out is they gave somebody a sugar pill and they told them that it was going to have these really bad side effects, like it was going to do really, really bad things to them. And those people started to experience those things, even though it was sugar. And so then that raised the question of, oh, well, if it's just about sort of how you think, if it's just about sort of what you're imagining is supposed to happen, then couldn't it also be true that by imagining the worst and sort of being in that negative place, you're bringing those things to you. Now, this is where we're getting into the whole law of attraction and the secret and all the like woo woo stuff that. You guys know I'm not a super major fan of. Uh, maybe you are, and that's totally fine. I'm personally not. But there is some truth to this. We've seen this play out. How we think drives the results and the, the, the physical manifestations of things that we see. And it makes perfect sense because it's not about, and this is where it differs from the secret, it's not about, I think this thing and it's attracting it to me in the, the world. It's about, I think this thing and that's having physiological effects on my body. And that makes total sense because guess what? The brain is part of the body. So the placebo effect is real. We've seen it played out. It's been proven give people sugar pills and sometimes it can help them. We've also seen that the nocebo effect is real. That if you tell somebody, hey, this sugar pill is going to be bad for you. Or if you tell somebody, hey, this, this, it, you, you, you have cancer and you're probably going to die. They're less likely to survive. They're less likely to uh, keep the mindset and the state that they need in order to sort of deal with all of the things. We've seen this play out. And in fact, there is a great quote from John Kelly. He's a PhD and the deputy director of Harvard Medical School's program in placebo studies and therapeutic 
encounter. So this guy, if there was an expert in this, this is the guy. And he says, quote, whenever you look at any randomized controlled trials, it's surprising how similarly the side effect profile for the placebo often mirrors the side effect profile for the active treatment. It's the power of the imagination. If you ask someone to imagine a visual scene in their minds, you can see on an MRI that their occipital lobes, the parts of their brains involved with vision, are activated. If you tell people to imagine doing some physical activity, you'll see the motor cortex showing activation. Just imagining something is happening is enough to activate those portions of the brain associated with that thought or worry or pain. End quote. Now let's just repeat that last part because I think it's so incredibly important and it really drives home the the point here, the dangers of being in this negative state, being around negative people. Uh, Quote, just imagining something is happening is enough to activate those portions of the brain associated with that thought or worry or pain. Just imagining it. So, Is it far-fetched to believe that by focusing on or imagining the negative side of life, it may lead to seeing and experiencing more of the negative? Quite frankly, after hearing all this, I, I really don't think so. In fact, I would say it would be kind of insane to think the opposite. So how do we deal with this? How do we tackle this and, and deal with negativity in our own lives? Well, there's five main things that you need to remember. Number one, don't cut people out. I know this is the the advice that everyone's giving, right? Like, oh, cut negative people out of your life. And if they're not there to support you, they don't need to be like, no, I think that's horse crap. Don't do that. Don't cut people out because they're negative or because you feel like they're not supporting you. Like there are are legitimate reasons to cut people out of your life. I don't think this is one of them. Now hear me out. If somebody is in this place where they are negative all the time and they're just putting out negative energy, they need your help. You need to be there for them. Like they are in a bad place. If they are in that place where that is okay for them, where that is what they want to be doing, they are in a bad place and they need your help. Now, they may not admit that they need your help. They may not want your help, but they do need your help. So that's the first thing. The second is that this act of cutting people out, like cutting them off, like, oh, we're done. You're too negative for me. That by itself is negative. Like it, it, it's counterproductive. You're putting yourself into a negative place by doing that. Like I said, there are legitimate reasons to cut people out of your life. There are legitimate reasons to cut friends, family, loved ones out of your life. But just because they are negative, in my opinion, is not a good one. So that's my first piece of advice. Don't cut them out. That's just going to put you into a negative place. It's going to end that relationship in a negative way. And you are probably turning away someone who actually needs your help. Number two is to protect your own emotions. Because if you're going to have people in your life who are negative, which, newsflash, 
you are. You're never going to be able to escape that. Everyone's going to be negative at some point. Like something bad is going to happen and it's going to be on that particular day. And the straw that broke the camel's back, now your best friend is screaming at the McDonald's worker. Like that might happen. But you need to protect your own emotions. You need to get into the habit of making sure that the things that are happening around you don't affect the things happening inside you the things happening in your own mind, in your own world. That stuff is yours. That is yours to control. You don't control any of the other stuff, but the stuff you control is the stuff happening in you. That's it. So protect that. Protect those emotions. Because that is going to be how you allow yourself to move through this world and interact with negative people and attract negative energy and all of those things without losing your mind. Now, number three, practice positivity. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, it is a muscle just like everything else. You need to practice looking at a situation and finding the positive in it. Practicing gratitude, practicing optimism, practicing the things that allow you to be positive when everything around you is on fire. You need to practice that and make the choice to do that until it becomes natural. And then to follow up on that, number four, practice negativity. Now hear me out because this sounds a little bit crazy. Being positive and being negative, it's two sides of the same coin, right? You've heard the whole glass half empty, glass half full thing, right? There's always both is the answer, right? Something happens. There's always a positive and always a negative, always at all times, forever. It'll always be like that. It's always your choice, which one you want to look at. And so you need to practice the positive. You need to practice positivity, but you also need to practice negative. You need to practice being able to go to that place to flip the coin and see the other side, because that will show you what it feels like to see the other side. And it'll prove to you that this is a thing you can turn on and turn off. So practice negativity as well. And then lastly, take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Just step away from the situation for a second. You'll be shocked how much it helps when you can just get into your own mind again and just relax. So those are my five pieces of advice. Number one, don't cut people out. Number two, protect your emotions. Number three, practice positivity. Number four, practice negativity. And number five, take a deep breath breath. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are consuming this, whether it's on audio or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. Your subscription helps us to reach more people and to grow as a show and as a community. So I really, really would appreciate that. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day.